Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Handmade Shop Podcast. My name is Sarah. I'm a multi-six-figure Etsy shop owner in the top 4,000 shops worldwide. This show is all about helping makers like you get more sales on Etsy. Each week, you'll learn effective and efficient ways to grow your Etsy shop and your profits, whether you're trying to make your first sale or number 10,000. So let's jump in. Hello, and welcome to episode 105 of the Handmade Shop Podcast. I want to talk to you today about what you should be selling on Etsy. So this is a huge question that so many Etsy sellers get hung up on. I've seen people get hung up on this literally for years in their business and delay their Etsy growth for months or years because of this question. I've seen that happen. You like may pick a product to start selling. Maybe it doesn't sell the way you want it to. So you think, oh, I just picked the wrong thing and you go to sell something else and on and on and on, right? So today I want to walk you through the easiest process to pick a product to sell on Etsy. And I only want you to take three factors to into account. I'm going to list these in order of importance. And then this will help you make a decision on what you should be selling on Etsy, not just this year, but for years to come, right? Okay. So the first question is, what do you love to make? And I know that some of you are not going to be happy that this is the first question because we would all really love it if there was like this magic product we could find like to sell that would just immediately make us a ton of money overnight. I make a lot of money on Etsy already. And hey, that sounds still sounds good to me, right? But the thing is, that does not exist. Like there are people out there with algorithms, formulas, whatever, for finding products with a low saturation and a supposedly high demand. But I'm going to tell you that those products do not come without problems. So even if you find what you think is this magic product, magic product for like, this is going to be the perfect thing to sell, right? There are still problems with that. So first, even if you do find something like that, a lot of these products are very, very niche. So it's not like there's unlimited sales out there for you with millions and millions of buyers because most of these products are super, super neat. So yes, these products can be less saturated, but there are also most likely less searches being done for them. So the numbers can look good. And in reality, you hit a ceiling for how much money you can actually make with these type of super niche products. And the second reason that some of these algorithms or formulas or whatever they're using for finding these products don't necessarily work is because you don't always love the niche that you find. And how much this affects you and your business cannot be ignored for two reasons. So one, you're going to have less knowledge about these niches and who you're making these products for. And that means that your products might not be as good as somebody else's who's really deep into this target market. And then the second reason is because it's going to be super frustrating for you to make products for people that you don't know about or don't care about. You are going to be more likely to burn out. You're going to be more likely to quit when you don't have immediate success or when you hit a road bump in your business. You really do. You have to care about what you're making and who you're making it for in order to build a business that will last and will be something that you can stick with 
and care about and really love. So while this is an annoying answer to what should I sell on Etsy for me to get in here and be like, oh, you should make something you love for someone you love to make it for. I get it's annoying, but it's the most important factor for a reason. You want your business to be something that you love and that you have fun with and that will last for you. And this first question is how you do that. Okay, so let's move on to the second factor, which is a product that you can profit off of. So we do want to make sure that you are selling something that can be profitable. But the way we determine that is not by doing a search on Etsy for our competition, looking to see who sells the cheapest stuff and then deciding like I can either price my products at that or not. Right. That's not what we're going to do. The products that I make, the products that most of my students make are never going to be the cheapest on Etsy. That's okay. They're profitable still. And what I really work at is how do I show the value of my products for the price that I am selling at. Jewelry is such a great example as a niche. Jewelry is super saturated on Etsy. That is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's pros and cons to saturated versus less saturated, whatever. If I do a search on Etsy though, for necklaces, for example, I'm going to find some super cheap products, right? That does not mean I shouldn't choose necklaces as a product for my shop because they just can't be profitable, right? That's not how it works. So if you do a search for jewelry on Etsy, on Etsy. Not only are you going to find cheap products, but there are going to be some really, really expensive products in there as well. Like that's why Walmart and Tiffany's can both exist at the same time. There's different customers that those businesses are for. They're valuable in different ways for those customers, right? And the same is true for online marketplaces like Etsy. So the question is less about if I sell my product for this price, can I be profitable? And more about if I sell this product, for the price I need to sell it at in order to be profitable, where am I on the scale of prices compared to my competition? And what does that mean for how I need to show the value of my product? Now, there are going to be some instances where you might not be able to show enough value to your audience to price where you need to be priced at, right? If you look at all this stuff and do some math and your product needs to sell for triple what the most expensive product on Etsy sells for, like that's going to be an uphill battle that we may not choose. And so you need to solve this problem if you want to sell this product. How can you decrease your supply cost? How can you decrease the amount of time it takes you to make that product? There are some problem solving things that can be done in these situations. But what we don't do is sell a product and make pennies in profit on it and try to build the business on that. Okay. And then the last question that you want to ask yourself when picking a product to sell on Etsy is what is in demand? And I'm going to start this by saying there are 90 million buyers on Etsy. Some of them are searching for what you make, no matter what you make, but there are obviously some products that are more searched for than others. There are a ton of ways to get this data. You want to find all of the data that you can from Etsy, from the search bar, from keyword research tools, from asking our friends and family and followers, from watching the trends on social media, all of those things. And then you want to take all of that data, put it together and really determine what is in the most demand. And that is going to be your third factor after the first two questions. So these are the three factors you need to consider when picking a product to sell on Etsy. And if you've 
done these things and you know that people are searching for your product, it's a profit that you're profitable on, it is a profit that you're happy with, and it's something that you love, but maybe you're not getting the results that you want, the answer to your issue then is to not start over and find a new product. Because when we're in situations like this, the real problem is not what you're selling. It's how you are selling it. So you might not have a full product line. Your SEO might not be good. In all reality, my students who come to me who are not getting consistent sales yet, who are not reaching their goals yet, it's a combination of those two things. And adding a new product does not solve those two things. So if you pick a product with this method and you stick to it, you stick with it until you learn how to sell it and how to get that organic traffic from Etsy in a way that's really easy, then you can take what you've done there and apply it to literally any other product line that you start in your shop. So if you need help with doing this, I am opening up my course that teaches you how to do exactly this in just a week. This course is going to look a little bit different for those of you who have heard me talk about it before. And I'm going to be creating a membership for you instead of a traditional course. I really want to be able to help more of you in a way that's a lot more accessible for more of you if you are not already making a lot of sales on Etsy. So this membership will be a lower price than my course has been in the past and is going to include even more coaching, even more resources than my course has in the past. So I know all of you are going to be super excited about this. I want to make sure that you get on the wait list so you can get updates on joining. You can do that in the show notes and I will see you there. Thanks so much for listening today. Make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss the latest episode. To get show notes and any links mentioned in this episode, head on over to theheartlandcreative.com slash podcast. 